Hello, and thanks for joining us. This is Two Sharp Chefs and a Microphone. I'm Lorraine Moss, chef, cook, dog mom, journalist. And this is Louis Victor. I'm a chef, a cook, a cat parent, and a professional food photographer. And a woman in about town. Yeah, just got back. We're here to build a greater sense of community among cooks, chefs, restaurant people, and food lovers everywhere. Let's start with this podcast, Sharp Quote. Louis? The smallest feline is a masterpiece. Leonardo da Vinci. And the reason why it's a cat quote today is because we are coming at you from the Rescue Treasures Cat Cafe in Las Vegas over on Rancho, where you can sip coffee, have a snack, and pet cats, Lou. It's amazing here. You, you, I can't even describe how amazing this place is. This is made for crazy cat ladies everywhere, just like Louie. Yep. <laughs> so our guest today is uh, Mandy Wasson Cassidy. She is the head perista here, as they call it. Perista. Perista slash awesome. manager. Hi, Mandy. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Okay, so you're very much in your element here. I can oh, tell. I am. I'm very much in my element. I met Crazy Cat Lady with the largest cat on my block, and I I love the fact that when people ask me, they go, "You were in a coffee shop?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, but I'm not quite a. I'm not a barista. I'm a purista." And they're <laughs> and and the look on their faces are just amazing. They're like, what? What and is that? I tell them, "Well, I play with cats all day." You do what? That's my I play dream with cats job. All day. <laughs> <laughs> this is Louise Dean's dream drop. Forget chef, forget photographer. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. You get to play with cats all day and take money and say, hey, have all the snacks you want. Yeah, you're a winner here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a win. It's so, a win-win situation. Mandy, tell us exactly what this cat cafe does. Well, what we do is um, we opened up our location here in August, and it is a – all of our cats that we have here are all rescue cats, and we decided that – Instead of having them come in and out and in and out, we wanted to make sure it's this nice, wonderful um, cat cafe kind of um, relaxation. Because when they go from a shelter to a home, they're kind of like shell-shocked, yeah, to that's say the least. Transition. But here, they're put away at night. I make sure they go into their rooms and stuff, but they each have their own rooms. And they've got couches. One's got a leather couch. They've got cat trees, cat toys. Uh, one of our um, one of our patrons brought by, um, well, my husband, he brought by a bunch of little toys and some uh, squeaky ducks and stuff like that to throw around. And, of course, it's a win-win. But our biggest thing is, is they're all for adoption. And the moment that they're adopted from here to their forever home, it allows us to bring more into the cafe. It's right. a cat community. It is exactly. a cat community. It's to rescue all of them. So how did you guys come up with the idea of a cat cafe? Well, the idea of the cat cafe started with, with Kathy. And Kathy is the brainchild of this whole thing. She ran a, she actually ran a shelter for over 26 years out of California. And she just decided that it was that there's so many cats 
right now we are actually in an epidemic right now there is so many cats that there are some shelters that are actually turning cats away mm -hmm. so if, if we can help these 12 find a forever home that's 12 cats off the street and then if they go to a home then it becomes 12 more we can bring in or 13 and her brainchild was it was this whole thing overseas in asia it was a big thing and then it became this big thing on the west coast and she's like you know what let's do let's try it so she opened this up in august and it is just as the word gets out i'm noticing people are starting to come they're calling they're coming in and saying hey petco said you guys are here i had a girl come in from a she went to a karaoke place because it had a cat kind of motif on Fremont Street. And they said, no, but there's a cat cafe in town. <laughs> so she came and all she did was sit, read, and let cats just wander around. And it was just for an hour, but we also have where you can stay for an hour and a half. If you mm -hmm. want to stay for three hours, it's all up to you. It's what you want. So Kathy really had a vision and she just keeps developing it and making it better and better. And I've, I've been here for a month now and it just gets better. And it becomes this habit where I can't wait to get to work because I get all the purrs and cuddles I want, and right. it's a job. So tell us how this works. When a patron comes in, what do they do? Well, when a patron comes in, what I have to do is, buy, you know, we make sure that they sign a liability form. You have to. Cats mm -hmm. are cats. They're gonna scratch. Ram. Some get a little bit. <laughs> Persnickety, Persnickety, to say the word. Catitude. And yes, catitude is about right. And But they're in their own, their own mind. They are cats. They're mm -hmm. just, to me, they're just fur-coated attitude with a tail. <laughs> so those are my bosses. So when they come in, we always make sure when they come in, I welcome them. I want to welcome them and say, hey, welcome to the Cat Cafe. And when they come in, it's the eyes that I see the first time I see their eyes. And I take them and I process them at the register. And then I say, all of this is unlimited. And they're like, really? Snacks? Yep. It's all included. So it's $10 for an hour. Mm -hmm. Or $14 for an hour and a half. Okay. And if you want to stay two hours, what we do is we do the hour and a half and then we go from there, you know, in increments and stuff. And that Great. includes all the snacks and all, your all the coffee, water, snacks, drinks. cookies, candies. There's board games here, cat-themed yes. board games. Catopoly. Catopoly. <laughs> oh, yes. my God. Exploding kittens. I have exploding kittens. Yes. We're so actually, awesome. um, Kathy was talking about having a day where we are going to have an exploding kittens uh, night where you play exploding kittens right. and okay. play cats. Just so you know, none of the cats here are going to explode. Exploding kittens pretty cool. Yes. It's yeah. a great I'm, game. You it's, know, I'm a dog mom trapped in cat world right now. So I don't know any of your your games. Right. Your you know, cat it's world. Amazing. <laughs> we've had people like we've had people go into the adult the adult cat room. And I always say it's the adult cat room. There's an adult cat room. We have an adult is it a cat room. Cat room. Yes. <laughs> yes. Our oh, one of our largest is JJ, and he goes in there and he takes over the leather couch and the blanket, and you just kind of sit around him not with him, he kind of lets you know where it is. And we've had people like sit on the carpet, play checkers, cats are rolling all over them. And yeah. it's, it's just a great <laughs> environment. 
Right. So, Mandy, you work with PAL Nevada, which yes. is Protect Animal Life Nevada, mm-hmm. and it's a nonprofit that helps local families in need care for their pets. Yes. So that $10, that's what it goes to, or how does that work? Um, what the $10 goes for is the fact that we care for these cats. So we're mm-hmm. talking, as a 501c3, we always take in donations because we do fix a pal where if you need spay or neuter we give you a certificate where you can go and have your animal spay or neuter on our dime we have the pet food assistant we process oh goodness over 200 people a month we process anything military low income seniors uh, people that have pets because a lot of people say oh if you can't afford a pet why do you have one you don't understand pets sometimes are the only person that they really trust that actually keeps them here and and, and that pet they need that human it's it's kind of a win-win situation so we want to make sure that they're taken care of it's a mutual emotional yeah. support it is it's like definitely a therapy mutual emotional support and then we have a pet food bank where people can bring in items and we always need items we need items like litter cat food dog food dog treats dog collars any of that we have a wish list that we definitely need this stuff because as a nonprofit, you you're not really in the business to make money. Our thing is to provide more service for more families as a community to put together. We want to make sure that if you're having a hard time, call us, let us know. I just had a phone call from a lady who heard from a nurse about us. And just like I told her, give a call. We will help you. We will get that taken care of. We will make sure that you get the food you need. Do you, how many dogs do you have? How many cats do you have? You know, all the way down the line. So I noticed there are about a dozen cats here. Mm-hmm. So how do you receive the cats? Um, they came to us uh, at the time when they came to us, they came to us from a rescue. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we provided them the space to roam free and okay. be adoptable. And Anytime that they, when they got adopted, they would leave here and they would go with the the lady or the person in charge. They would go with them. Now, these guys actually live here. They live here right now until they're forever home. But how do you decide which ones come? Is it kind of like the actual nonprofit gives them to you? Well, what we do is... um, Kathy's actually getting ready to do kind of a, a fostering program to where we can take more in using that foster program and before they come here they'll go to foster before they come here because gotcha. some of them do need the mod- modification the behavior modification they might be too skittish mm-hmm. so being around mm-hmm. people depending on the situation because you're you're talking cats that might be in a terrifying situation right. to a cat that was in a home for years and, oh, well, we don't want to take them to a kill shelter or we don't want to take them to a shelter because we don't want them to die. So we're going to put them in a car and just take them to the mountain and drop them because mm-hmm. somebody will pick them up. And it, it just doesn't work it's that horrible. way. And we have right now, as I said, right now we have this massive, massive amount of cats that are in the system right now. And that's not including the amount of cats not even caught that are just roaming around. Do you have any scary statistics? Like, how many babies can a cat mom actually have? Um, a cat mom can have, a, I'll, I'll take, for instance, Juliet. Julie had a set of four, and she adopted a set of three, oh. and one of them did pass. But So she was not only nursing her own, but she was nursing others. 
and they were beautiful, and they they all got taken to families and stuff because it's that all their babies and their kittens. So I'm gonna take them home. But Juliet ended up here, and she is such a good such a good cat, and we want her to go to another home. But you have some that the right now the life expectancy out on the street is two years. Oh, two years. You know, and that's it's incredible that there are some in the system right now, adult cats, that they're the first ones that end up euthanized in some of these places because nobody wants an adult cat. Mm -hmm. So what's it like? It's almost like not working, I think, for some people to be able to <laughs> hang out with cats all day. I mean, obviously, you have to work, but I'm just saying. Um, you know, it's, it becomes a habit. It right. becomes a real big habit. You have to scoop litter boxes, and you really have to just understand that things happen. Being a cat owner myself, I have, I don't even have a cat. I swear I have a dog. And I have a Savannah, Greater Northern Lynx, okay. and he's 36 pounds. Whoa. So these guys here let me hold them and purr and, and all that. So <clears throat> litter boxes are not a big thing. If you you just it becomes that habit. It, it's just like you you have you're a dog person. You yeah. take your dog for a walk. It becomes habit. Yeah. Same way with cats. To me, coming to work, you just get this habit down, and we wipe everything down with stuff called rescue, which is used in all kinds of vet clinics and stuff. So I'm I'm constantly just wiping things down, and it's the joy of seeing people come in, have a cup of coffee. We want some snacks. Do you, you know, there's sodas over there. Please enjoy yourself. It's kind of like being at home and then bringing somebody into your home each day. Right. So it becomes habit. It, it's like another home for me. And that's really the reason for the cafe as yes. opposed to, you know, a shelter where you'd have to yes. look at cats in cages. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you get people that come in and say, I want that cat. They don't know their personality. They haven't spent time with them. Mm-hmm. And it's another thing. I mean, yeah, some people just... Cats will gravitate to a person they belong mm-hmm. to. That's it, true. It's the same way with dogs. That is very true. Um, when I adopted Dobby, he just immediately jumped up on my shoulders. Dobby is she has a, a naked cat. Oh, you have a naked cat. <laughs> yeah, I have a naked cat. So <laughs> yeah, he just jumped up on my shoulders, and uh, the rest is history. I drove all the way to Pasadena, California, from Las Vegas, Nevada, to rescue him. Oh. So. And drove all the way back, and it was a nine-hour round trip. And he he's the best thing that ever happened to us. Paddington McTuffie is his name. <laughs> and he Such a is cat my, name. he is my, I call him my living room lion because he is, he's, he's my living room lion. Oh, my goodness, he is 36 pounds. Oh, yeah. He's and when he rounds out, he's only two and a half years old, so he still has another year and oh. a half yet. Wow. Before he's an adult. Wow. So how... Many crazy cat ladies do you meet a day? <laughs> you know, is it really common that they're really crazy you know, cat it, people, or no? Here's the thing. It's not always. It's not always the older ladies. I'll tell you. There's. I had some students from UNLV. I had um, a lady that came in, and she comes from Washington, and she has. There's one in Seattle, I think, and she looked it up on Google, and she came in. All she did was work. Cats were walking all over her, no sound, nothing. And she was probably in her mid-20s. I've had young people, old people. I've had people come on a date. Yeah. It's actually kind of a cute date for a cat lover. Yeah. Not if your partner is actually allergic. 
Right, but for a cat lover, yeah. for somebody that loves cats and is not allergic to them, yeah. like I'm feeling a little itchy right now. My eyes are getting itchy. <laughs> and every time a cat comes near me, I get a little nervous. I don't hate cats. I'm just, you know, I'm not a cat person. I'm a, ooh, I'm a dog person. See, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm well, you do realize <laughs> that cats understand they that know. you're a dog person. Right. And they will gravitate to you. Automatically. See, I feel that with dogs too. It's it, when people well, cats know when you have allergies. They're like, ooh, <laughs> let me rub on you some more. Right. Take me home. When I get people that work at my house, you know, like a landscaper or the cable guy, and they don't immediately pet my dog or they're not, you know, into my dog because they're a cat person or they're not a pet person, my dogs are just after them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, Mickey bit me. me. <laughs> oh, Mickey bites everybody. That's my little rescue. My poor little abused dog that we rescued. <laughs> anyway, so cats. What yes. do you love about cats? What I love about cats is they are very, they are not habit. They're not habitual creatures. Habitual only with the fact is they go to, they'll go to a box. If they've got a single box, it's the box they go to. But other than that, they are always something different, except for Maceo. Maceo kind of stays in this corner. It's his chair. And I had somebody ask me the other day, if I adopt Maceo, does the chair come with him? Because it's his chair. Yeah, I might have to do that. You might yeah. have to part with that. You might have to part with that chair. But each one is different. They all have their own personality. And every day is something different. Because one day, this one might do one thing, and another day... They're chill, and it's the other one that was chill the day before. You never know what you're going to get until you get in here. Can you say the same about dogs, Lo? I mean, that they're different personalities? Yeah. For sure. Right. But I mean, yes. What about Dexter's the like a little man. Yeah. He's what about a human. Yeah. Unpredictability and stuff like that. Um, not as much as cats. Yeah. Because so, Dobby, you piss him off, he's going to do something really yeah. bad. And they can be very Vindictive. much um, passive aggressive. Yeah. Cats tend to, they tend to do that. See, I don't think that's as common in dogs. No. Dogs are more like, do, 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 hi, I love yeah, you. Cats are the kind where, leave me alone. If I want you, I'll come to you. Where dogs, they'll let you pet them. They, 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 they constant craving. Where cats are kind of like, eh, go away. Are savannas like that? Because I, I. He does not like to be, He'll be held, and then it's on his terms. But most of the time, it's no. He likes he lays on the end of the bed like a dog. Cause Dobby, uh, this I figured out with sphinxes, they're very social. They're kind of like dogs. Oh, he's social. He he'll talk to me. Yeah. Um, he knows exactly when his breakfast is. He knows exactly when we get home, mm -hmm. and he'll wait at the door, just like a dog. I mean, I'm I'm sure it's similar to dogs in that. Cats adapt to kind of your behavior as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they kind of become the cat that you want, maybe. Maybe. I, <laughs> I took Dobby jogging one time. Oh. I could walk him on a leash. Oh. Yeah. That people were looking at me. Like, like you were what crazy. The hell? What the hell like is that? Like you were a crazy cat lady. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> He's naked. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Why do you love cats, Louie? Because ever since I, I've known you, that's you've always been a cat person. I don't know. It's... it's it's because they're like really independent creatures, mm -hmm. you know? I feel like I embody that kind of spirit. Definitely. You know? 
Yeah, and at the same time, when you earn their love, it's so precious. It's like, oh yeah, you you know when you're an owner, whether it's a dog or a cat. Like with my cat, he he went from being super aggressive to, you know, he gets angry at me when I don't pay attention to him. So it's more on the lines that he acts just like a little kid when you don't pay attention to him. Yeah, and you just earn their trust. Yeah. So my whole allure is, you know, they're not a dead giveaway. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, how some dogs they're are. mysterious. Yeah. There's kind of like a getting to know you process. And, <laughs> and a cloak and dagger. Yeah. You know? Are you having luck adopting cats out here, Mandy? Yeah, actually we were. Um, we have, excuse me, uh, one of our latest just left, and he was visited by his mom, and she would come in four or five times, and finally just said, I want him. Is he there? Yeah, he's there. And she came and got him, and he is doing so wonderful. And we did a Maddie's event, and several went that day. And it was amazing to watch people come in, interact with the cats, and watch these cats pick their humans. Pick their humans. There was a 12-year-old cat that was here. His name was Littlefoot. And it was amazing to watch the people were not going to adopt an older cat. No way, no how. They took two. Littlefoot mm-hmm. is now football, his football companion <laughs> with his new dad. And it is amazing. We saw the picture, and it just made my heart. I just wanted to cry because here is this 12-year-old little man who everybody overlooked, and he picked his human, and that human goes, he can't stay here. He's got to go home. And they have been happy since. So it's that wonderful adoption and watching these cats go to their forever home. Yeah, I, I, my heart breaks every time I see it, but it breaks in a great way because now we have room for more. So you get attached then, I'm guessing. Oh, my goodness. When you're coming in here every day, you know, I've been here five days a week, and I'm here from 9.30 in the morning until 6 at night, and I take care of them, and I make sure they get their, their food and their water and the any kind of care they need. I'm constantly checking them to make sure, are you okay? If you sneeze, are you this, are you that? So I'm kind of like the crazy cat lady mom <laughs> as well as the Parisa. It's so, like a Parisa and a den mother here. Yeah, right. I am. Yeah. I'm, instead of a scout master, I'm a cat master. Right. So who is an ideal cat owner? An ideal cat owner is somebody that understands that cats are, they make messes. Um, they will knock things off. If you think they're not going to get on cabinets, I've got news for you. You have to have patience when it comes to a cat. you got to have patience. you got to have it just like bringing anybody into your home. you got to know them. you got to get to know them. One of the biggest things I ask, I tell people, come in here. Spend an hour with them. Come in twice. Spend two hours with them. Get to know them because each one of them has such a cool, different uh, nature about them. And we've had people come in and say, oh, I like this one. And then they just gravitate towards this other one, and they don't leave. And then they leave and they're like, I'm going to think about you. I'm going to think about you. Right. And it's just that ideal cat owner has to have that total knowledge that cats are cats. Sometimes they do stuff, and you want to tell them, no, bad cat, bad cat. And most of the time, they're just going to kind of look at you like, "Mm, okay. 
Whatever. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to be like a dog where a dog will bow down mm-hmm. and no way. So it's that gradual. You get to learn them. They get to learn you. So the ideal person is you have patience and know that, get to know their background, know where they came from. Because some of them come from really tragic backgrounds. And some of them just come from a household where their owner died mm-hmm. and nobody could take them. And all they want to do is just like any other owner, all these cats want to do is go to an owner that will love them, take care of them, and give them the love that they will give back. So I've never been a cat owner, but I've always heard from cat people that, or people that have dogs and cats, mm-hmm. that cats are much easier to care for. Is this true or not true? It all depends on the breed. Yeah. It really does when it comes to a dog, to a I cat. I mean, because we don't have a litter box, obviously, so mm-hmm. I have to walk the dog. I have to take the dog out certain times of the day, even with a dog door. Um, you can't really leave a dog for very long by itself, but yeah. I know people leave their cats. It depends on the breed with the cat, really? too. Really? Okay. Because and the cat. Uh, case in point, my Dobby, I can't really leave it, him at home without anybody there because he's going to have Ever? Anxiety. Or do you mean on the weekend? Uh on the weekend, like, I can be gone for maybe, like, a day or two, but he works very well with having a person there to interact with. Okay. Not other pets. He doesn't get along with other cats. He gets along with all sorts of dogs, but not cats. Ooh, yeah, I like, can't he, leave so territorial. Yeah, something like that. He, he, he doesn't mean any harm. He's just going to stalk and look, and that's going to freak the other cat out, and, you know, that's where it starts and stuff. But that... He needs bathing regularly. His ears need cleaning because he doesn't have fur. So okay, so it's not like oily. a furry cat where mm-hmm. they just bathe themselves. Right. So it's kind of like having a baby. And, you know, I adopted him and he had IBS. So that's another condition. So the litter box situation is like really amplified. Yeah. So now I'm trying to figure out his diet and all that. And, you know, luckily for me, my mom solved that while I was away by, you know, switching his food. So I have to get a babysitter for mine. Mm-hmm. So, Mandy, it's not a thing to do of, say, no one's had a pet before and they think, well, I'll just get a cat because it's easy. Because well, I'm sure people think that. People think that, yeah. but it all depends on, just like we say, it all depends on the actual breed. It all depends on the, the actual cat themselves yeah. and what they've been through. Some don't like being left alone at night. There are some dogs that really, you can't leave a dog alone. And then you can leave a dog alone all day long as long as you're there at night. I can keep mine alone all day long, but at night, I have to be home. Mm-hmm. Really depends. So it's not kind of like a cookie-cutter kind of deal? Okay. You, you really want to develop a relationship. Like, if from the, from the starting point, you know, if I wanted a pet, I wanted something more low-maintenance. Like, okay, I could set up a litter box and, you know, just, like, leave dry food out. But, I mean, if you really want to care for your pet, you will take the time to get to know them. Well, it's just like here. Maceo, who is our oldest, he's three and a half. He's pretty chill. He stays out here. I give him a little bowl of food. He doesn't get into anything up here at all. Where JJ, who is our two and a half old, he has to go in one of the rooms, but sometimes we have to put him in one room and some of the other cats in the other room because he gets, (laughs) he's a very alpha dominate. So his personality is different. Whereas the little girls, like, Canary and Callie, we can't leave them out at night because they'll go 
berserk with all the different stuff because it's, hey, nobody's watching me, so let me get in everything. Right. Callie likes to chew on stuff. But that's just being a cat. Yeah. She loves paper. Loves paper. But when you put her, when we put them to bed at night, I always say good night. Good night, babies. Every morning is good morning, babies. I check on them. And most of the time at night when I turn the light off and shut the windows, they all find their own little spot. And it's like they know that they're safe, but they know that that morning when I walk in that door, I can hear them in their rooms going, okay, come open the door. Right. So, So Mandy, you have a wish list. Yes. Mm -hmm. So this is a nonprofit organization, a 501C. Mm -hmm. So you depend on the generosity of people in the local Las Vegas community. So tell us about some of the things on your wish list and what people could bring here. I can actually... Here. I think I have a copy of it right here. So tell us a little bit about your wish list. And, you know, the holidays are all coming up, too. Yes. So it's a great time. People are looking for things to donate to, volunteer type things. So tell us the things that the community can help you out well, with. Well, as far as the community, our, one of our wish lists is uh, dry dog and cat food, any type, uh, grain-free, any flavored dog or cat, small bite, large bite, adult, senior dog, uh, low, um, low magnesium, low this. We can dog and cat food, any type, any flavor, um, even special diet foods, because you get sometimes the IMs for um, hairball, Purina one, urinary help for cat. But our biggest thing, one of the thing is like cat litter. Cat litter is a big thing. We run out because we do provide cat litter to our, as part of our service for one of our assistance programs, cat and dog treats. Because again, it's that, Sometimes a dog comes to a home and these people want to give so much love, but they're very limited when it comes to money. Um, Cat toys, dog toys, um, toilet paper for the cat cafe, toilet paper for the food side, because we do have volunteers that come in and a lot of times that paper goods, paper towels. um, I use paper towels when I, I do a lot of cleaning in here because paper towels are one use, throw them away, keeps down the germs keeps the and if any kind of infection that comes in into the building can come in on your shoes and you don't even know it uh, copy paper so that we continue to provide information when we go out on some of these like today our, our one of the owners um kathy she's out at a, another festival and gift cards for grooming supplies sometimes we have somebody to say I have this kind of a cat, a Himalayan, for instance, mm-hmm. that everyone knows that they're big and furry and they get matted. And they just don't have the money to get grooming. So sometimes we like gift cards. Okay. Hey, here's a gift card to Petco. Here's a gift card for grooming service, nail service. Um, gift cards for our volunteers that actually use their own cars, fill them with gas, and go and deliver all day long to people in need yeah and they don't ask for us to pay for gas and we want to be able to give them hey here's a gift card for gas because you are using your own so it's it's a it's a one-on it's a one-off where you're not just helping us and the cats that we have here and the adoption process here but you're also helping your community we've got seniors military veterans we've got people that are low income and then we have people that that cat that dog is the only thing that unconditional love between the two of them they need each other 
that's the thing I understand best about cats because I feel like that about my dog. Mm -hmm. So we're going to switch gears here. Ooh. All right, let's switch gears to On the Fly, our 60-second rapid questions with Mandy from Rescue Treasures Cat Cafe. And we're going to start with my timer of one minute. Ready? Go. Coffee or tea, Mandy? Tea. Food you can't live without? Coffee. (laughs) Favorite fast food item? None. Dessert craving? Scones. Guilty pleasure. Yes. What? (laughs) Best tool for your job? Cat. (laughs) Dream place to eat? Italy. That would be the favorite food city. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. Best Las Vegas outing? The Cat Cafe. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Hmm. Favorite way to unwind? A nice cup of tea. Dream job? Working as a barista at a cat cafe. That (laughs) is awesome. Favorite restaurant in Vegas? Favorite restaurant in Vegas would be Mangiano's. That's a good one. You're definitely an Italian person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. All right, Mandy. Rescue Treasures Cat Cafe. Sell it. How can people reach you? People can reach us at, they can either go online at www.rtcatcafe.org or if they want to support us in other ways like the food bank or any food assistant, they can contact us at www.palnv.org or they can call me and they can reach me at 702-629-6351. And our cat cafe come visit me, me and all my my bosses, my furry leg bosses, at 4155 North Rancho Drive, Suite 150, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89130. And we all know Louie is having the time of her life here. But I have to say, even as a dog person, this is pretty cool. I just should have remembered to take my Benadryl, as Louie said. <laughs> yes. But it is very cool. And I love the fact that it's a nonprofit that's doing something good for the community. And I mean, $10 for an hour to eat all the snacks you want, drink any beverage that you want besides alcohol, but they're working on that apparently, and be able to pet cats, Mm -hmm. play cat games, Yeah, like exploding cats. I know nothing about this. Exploding kittens. Oh, sorry. Exploding kittens and cat cat (laughs) hobbley. Thank you so much, Mandy, Rescue Treasures Cat Cafe on Rancho. And uh, we'd love to get social with you as well. How do people get at us, Lou? You can get us on our Instagram page at Two Sharp Chefs, on our Facebook page at Two Sharp Chefs and a Microphone, and at our email address at Two Sharp Chefs at gmail.com. Awesome. Please share with us your ideas. Get at us. We can take criticism. Oh, we'll yeah. take comments. We'll take ideas. Whatever you like. We'll even uh, give you resources if you need resources. We always have your back. Awesome. For Louie and Mandy, we're at the Rescue Treasures Cat Cafe. I'm Lorraine, Two Sharp Chefs, signing off. Wee. Meow. Meow. <laughs>